Welcome to another episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we got another, this time, hopefully a spooktacular, spooktacular episode. You know why it's spooktacular? I know why, but does everyone else know why? Well, it's Halloween. <sighs> <laughs> Have you ever had weird things happen to you on Halloween? Sure, but I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> you don't? Well, we're going to kind of get into the idea of kind of a biblical view on uh, ghosts and witches and demons and those kind of things, just briefly. And for Halloween, I'm wearing my Scooby-Doo shirt. Scooby-Doo! Yeah. All right. A weird thing happened to me one time, and I thought I'd share this. If it works like I planned to it to come up here... Uh, the place where I work is a scale house where we check trucks in and out. Mm -hmm. And supposedly at some point, some time ago, there was a man who had worked at the plant, whose name, by the way, is Steve. <laughs> and he died. And uh, they say he haunts the building. And mm. supposedly weird things have happened. Uh, they hear footsteps upstairs sometimes. And I've heard some things like that. Uh, I have sat there sometimes. And normally trucks, as they're coming to the scale, they're coming down a hill and they use that jack brake thing they have, or jake brake, I think it's called. And you hear this, and then they come around the hill and come on the scale. Mm -hmm. And I've sat there late at night sometimes, 8, 9 o'clock, it's dark, and nobody's around. And I hear that noise, and I look up expecting a truck, and nothing showed up. <laughs> and then one night, I was sitting there in my chair, and right behind my chair, there's a set of drawers where we keep, you know, Pencils, pens, staples, all those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And I went to back my chair up, and I hit the drawer. And I thought, well, why is that open? So I pushed it shut and went about doing something. Come back, sat down, I was doing something else. And I went to get up again, and I hit it again. I thought, how in the thing is that coming open? Shut it again. I sat there and looked at it, and the drawer opened again on its own. And here's a picture of it, if it'll work. If people can see that up there, watch in just a second. There's the drawers. And then all of a sudden... Any second now, there he comes. It's slowly opening. Mm -hmm. and, and you didn't have a wire connected to that or nothing. Mm -hmm. And I pushed the drawer back in, and I got my phone out. And I sat it there and pointed at it and sat there and watched. And within, it's like 22 seconds long there, mm -hmm. it opened again. And I pushed the drawer shut, and I said, okay, that's enough. It did not open the rest of the night. <laughs> so, sometimes weird things happen. Okay. And you never know what you're going to see when you're looking at something, like ghosts going by. Mm -hmm. You know, or since it's Halloween, you could have a witch zipping through. <laughs> so, a biblical view of ghosts and wishes. Wishes? Witches. <laughs> That right. too. So let's just take a quick look at some of this stuff. First of all, ghosts. Mm -hmm. uh, there are spiritual beings out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we've watched some of the TV shows like Ghost Hunters and I can't even think of all the rest of them. Different things where people say they go looking for them. Mm -hmm. They always have the view, which I disagree with, that these things that haunt buildings are... People who lived in the past, and now they just haven't gone anywhere, so they haunt the building. And mm -hmm. they like to usually describe them as, you know, nothing to worry about. <laughs> My view is it's not. It's, it's either uh, a demon, <laughs> uh, 
uh, something demonic out there that's doing its thing, but it's not a person who died and stuck around, okay? We'll mm-hmm. get to that why in a minute. Um, so, because biblically, as a spiritual being, uh, do they turn... Uh, are Well, let's put it this way first. Are there spiritual beings? Well, obviously, the answer is yes. Sure. There are spiritual beings. You know, we talk about the Holy Spirit. You know, he's a spirit. Uh, so he lives in us. We even kind of jokingly said we're possessed. You know, we got the Holy Spirit in us, okay? But uh, as spirits of humans that are still hanging around, well, then the answer is no. They, according to the Bible, they don't still hang around. And here's some biblical evidence for that. First one is in Hebrews 9, uh, 27 and 28. And it says, uh, just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ has uh, sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time not to bear sins, like he did the first time when he was here, uh, but to bring salvation to those are, uh, who are waiting for him. So he's going to come back again one day. But the point is, to highlight again that top part, just as people are destined to die once, and after that face judgment. So as we see in Scripture, people either go to heaven or they go to hell. That's obviously what we see from Scripture, Hebrews 9, 27, 28 there. Uh, so Bible seems to indicate that there's no hanging around deciding what you're going to do. Uh, like the TV shows or movies that always make it look like the person dies. One of the movies always like just because of music in it uh, was <laughs> uh, Ghost, if you remember that, uh, where he gets attacked by people on the street and he dies and he misses his opportunity to zip on up into heaven. And so he hangs around for a while and helps his wife because people are trying to get his money and stuff like that. And uh, then finally, it, 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 some of those people die. And of course, you see these diamantic things coming and they drag him off into the dark. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, he has the little sparkly things show up and supposedly he goes on to heaven. Of course in the movie they have no talking whatsoever about salvation in Jesus Christ and coming to faith and that's the difference between the two which we well, know is what the Bible is about. they're trying to uh, infer that if you're a good person you go to heaven and if you're a bad person you go to hell. Right. Yeah, you know, which isn't the biblical. It's not. And, and again, I've told this story somewhere before. I worked at a hospital for a while as a security guard, and there were people that often died there in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say often, but it happened. Well, yeah, it happened. <laughs> um, and I can remember one of the nurses sitting there, and this person had died, had had cancer, had been suffering for some time, and they come in and wasn't anything they could do for him, and they died right there. Mm-hmm. And I remember the nurse saying, "Well, they're better off." And I looked at her and said, "Are they?" And she had this puzzled look on her face, like, "Well, people die and they go to heaven." And I said, "Well, they do go to heaven if they've met Jesus, and they are having faith in Him. If not, it's the other place." And this was a lady who was a Christian, and she's like, "You're right." It was like she had never thought of that before, you know. So, and I, I, I left this second part of the verse in there. It says, so Jesus was, uh, was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. 
people often say, well, Jesus died to save everybody. Well, if he died to save everybody, then nobody goes to hell and there isn't a hell. You might as well not have one. Mm -hmm. But did we know biblically there, and we've talked about this before we did our whole talk a couple weeks ago on the doctrine of grace and um, predestination and so forth. Uh, people do go to hell. And so Jesus died for his elect people. So, and you know, what would be the point of him even dying if everybody goes to heaven? Yeah, you know. Well, it, they would say he died to cover the sins, and that just covered everybody. The, the, theologically, he is sufficient for all. I mean, his death could literally cover everybody. Mm -hmm. But he has died to cover his chosen people. And so, right there it says that he takes away the sins of many. Those, those as we've talked in Scripture before, that follow Christ, where Jesus said, all that come to me, you know, all that the Father gives me will come to me. You know, so he talks about the ones that there are others who don't. And we know that even from the disciples, because one guy didn't make it. <laughs> Remember Judas. Okay. Uh, and he will appear again. So Jesus is going to show up again. He, we know he died. We know he ascended in heaven. And he's coming back one day. Okay. So we got all that in there. Now, here's another passage, Luke 16, 22 through 24. It says, uh, the time came when the, let me back up here. This is the story of the uh, rich man and Lazarus. If you remember that one, the rich man had everything he wanted. Lazarus was a beggar. And basically, he just, he wanted scraps from the rich guy's table just so he'd have something to eat. Okay, so that's the background of the story. So the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. Now, that's kind of a beautiful thing we think of. You know, here's this guy that, you know, had uh, faith in Christ, and he's a beggar, didn't have nothing, lived his whole life without anything. But he dies, and the angels take him up to heaven. So that's kind of a cool picture. And again, if we go back to that movie, Ghost, you know, it's kind of what, what was his name, Patrick Swayze was in it. Um, you know, he, he sees this light, and you, and in the light you can almost see little... His character name is Sam. Sam, yeah, that's right. Um, you can almost see figures as if people were there mm -hmm. and little lighty things are moving up to it, you know, and then he gets this glow around him and he, you know, goes into that too, you know, mm -hmm. so kind of that so picture. So like people were greeting him in, in heaven. Right. Which I believe is possible for those who are, have faith in Christ. You know, the angels come to get us, escort us in, and our loved ones who have gone on before, who also knew Christ as their Savior, you know, went to the same place. Um, so then going along with that, the next verse continues on. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades, <laughs> you know, where he went, mm -hmm. uh, where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham afar off, far away with Lazarus by his side. And we'll continue on to the next one. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony uh, in this fire. So here it's describing hell as a really bad place, a place of fire and heat and anguish. And he would just love to have a drop of water on his tongue to cool him. And somehow, we don't know how this all works, but he can see into where heaven is. And he's begging to have Lazarus come just give him a drop of water. Um, so there is a real literal heaven, a real literal hell, and people either go to one or the other. Um, going on here, uh, there are spirit beings uh, that can appear. 
the Bible talks about that again. We talk about angels, okay? And even at one point, Jesus, while still here on earth, he shows up and they think he's a ghost. Remember that story? We'll talk about an appearance. <laughs> in, uh, where did it go? It left me. There it is. This is in Matthew. Um, it says, Surely after dawn, Jesus went out with them, walked on the, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. I mean, can you imagine being out in the water? These guys basically had been fishermen most of their life. Mm -hmm. uh, they're out on the water, and you're not used to seeing something walking across the water coming towards you, you know? And they see this figure coming. They don't know what's going on because Jesus had sent them out ahead. You know, he had been teaching with them. He said, you all go on, I'll meet you. They didn't tell how he would meet them, but he comes walking out on the water, you know? And they cry out, it's a, it's a ghost, all right? So the disciples saw something, uh, and their first thought is, it's a ghost. So this idea of ghosts and figures, and evidently people had seen some kind of figures before that made them think there were ghosts, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, they, they cry out in fear. Well, uh, Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. So he's letting them know it's, it's really him, it's not some ghostly figure out there to do them some kind of harm, which is what they basically thought. Ghosts do harm, you know, so that kind of stuff is out there. Uh, again, spiritual beings can appear, and we've just talked about angels. Well, so do demons. <laughs> they can show up in a variety of different places. Is, it, is that angel or angle? I did spell it wrong. Oh. Being my good old typing fingers. <laughs> Y'all know what he meant. Yeah. The angles is <laughs> angles from the rails. There you go. <laughs> anyway, demons are the other side of this story. Let's go on here to the second Corinthians. I gotta go remember to go back and check my spelling on things. Anyhow, I always do that one backwards. I, I do that a lot when I'm yeah. messaging people right on uh, social media or whatever, and I'll have sent it, and I'll look back, and I'm like. Well, that's not spelled right. <laughs> I did one the other day to your mother. I sent her a text, and then after I popped up and looked at it, I thought, that's not the word I typed. And so I typed it again, and it came up wrong again. I typed it a third time, and it finally came out right. Sometimes we have trouble with our media. Okay, back to this Second Corinthians eleven fourteen and 15. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. That's a scary thing. It is not surprising, then, if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will be what their actions deserve. So that's kind of an interesting statement. Uh, Satan can appear as an angel of light, as something good. And I think that's what's going on sometime when you, again, watch these shows, which are supposed to be, some of them, reality TV, where they're out there looking for spirits. Mm -hmm. Um and whatever they see, hear, or understand, they, again, usually try to say, well, this is somebody that's got stuck here on Earth and they haven't passed over yet, you know. But in reality, it's Satan or one of his demons, one of his servants, who are doing things to uh, get people to kind of follow them. And God doesn't want us to follow that kind of stuff. Um, so we got to, you know, kind of be careful of that. <laughs> 
I, I'm sometimes torn to, between what to say and do about it, but I like to watch those shows sometimes just to see what happens and what shows up. Uh, and again, as we've said, they always put it as it's beans left over here, didn't get away. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, and I've said it from the beginning when we first saw some of those shows, is this is demonic forces at work. And what are they going to do? As Satan here masquerade as an angel of light, so are his demons going to do that. And so there are people who dabble in trying to talk to the spirits and trying to figure out a way to get answers or messages or uh, one of the ways people have these things called a Ouija board. Um, I remember having one as a kid. My parents bought it because it was in the game aisle. And they had heard of them and they thought, well, you know, this is just something you play with. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality... As far if, as I know, you can still find it in some stores and game yeah, malls. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember, I don't well, Toys R Us was around and quit and I think they came back again. But I can remember in their long game aisle where all the boxes of Monopoly and whatever all those different mm-hmm. box games are. I can't even think of a bunch of names of them right now. Clue. Clue, yeah. Life, there you go, all Riz. those things. In those, they had a box with a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And uh, people would buy them and play with them. But they are demonically driven. And th- even some of the ghost shows now tell people not to play with them because it's serious business that it opens up a portal or something where demonic forces can do things through it. So mm-hmm. it's not just a game or a play thing. It's something you got to think of because this is real serious stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. But angels, uh, demons uh, by Satan himself can try to direct people using evil but just masquerading it so it looks like it's good Mm -hmm. uh so in other words we shouldn't go to mediums and try to get information about what we should do and how to live and you know talk to them or larges or extra larges (laughs) whatever it is that's out there Mm -hmm. you know how big your demon is if he's a large or not Mm -hmm. okay anyway moving on an evil possession there is a picture of that in the scriptures. And so, again, we'll talk about that. This is coming out of Mark 5, and I've got selected verses rather than trying to read the whole passage to everybody. But this will get the point across. They went across the lake to the region of uh, Garrison, where Jesus got out of the boat, or when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. <laughs> You know this has got to be a bad guy if he's hanging around the tombs <laughs> somewhere where all the dead fo- folks are, okay? And so as that happens, the man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with chains. Evidently, they've got great power, some of these uh, evil spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, for he had often been chained hand and foot. But he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Now, that's a pretty bad demonic possession, okay? Uh, And Jesus has crossed over the lake, going to the other side. He gets out. This demon guy coming from the tombs, coming out, yelling and screaming, making noises, making a show of himself. And Jesus is there to try to do ministry, and this guy's kind of getting in the way, okay? And so the next verse, we're jumping from uh, 4 down to verse 7. He shouted out, uh, at, he shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? Now that's an interesting right there. Demons know who Jesus is. <laughs> he didn't even have to introduce himself. 
they know who he is and basically they know he can destroy them and so basically this one's crying out you know uh what did i say there what do you want with me jesus son of the most high in god's name don't torture me so here's the demon trying to bargain with jesus to say uh don't mess with me i, I don't want you to just destroy me because i mean literally jesus had the power just poof and he's gone forever mm -hmm. okay uh for jesus had said to him come out of this man you impure spirit so here's jesus communicating with a guy that's possessed by a demon so in reality this so he was really talking to the demon right not the man right speaking because well you know again all the variety of shows and movies that are out there where people are possessed by something even uh what was that old one where the girl spit up the pea soup that they used to make it look like she was the exorcism exorcism you know well, exorcist exorcist yeah you know and they were you know and it was talking and we were grumbling voices and again one of my bad moments at work <laughs> uh it was getting dark and one of the guys out on one of the big machines that they get the logs out of the trucks with mm -hmm. um was uh saying something about it getting dark and he was afraid of dark just clowning around and one of the other guys said something or said something to him about it that something was getting so i picked up the microphone from the scale house and i went <laughs> yeah so the next night he asked me to do it to another guy that was there calling by name so I, his name was henry and i went henry <laughs> It gave him a thrill down on the yard. Just teased him. <laughs> anyway, where was I? He shouts out at his voice. He wants Jesus to leave him alone. And uh, he had Jesus had already said he's going to be mad at him. All right, I'm going to move on to verse 9. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion. What's, what's a legion, Steve? It's uh, like a multitude of you know, things. Like, yeah. uh, like you think of a... A legion of soldiers or right. something. Yeah. You know? It's like an army of yeah. them. I mean, it's quite a few. I don't know if there's a number listed with a legion. It probably is for some group. You know, they say we're taking the legion of soldiers to do so-and-so. It's probably some set number to it. Uh, but here, this demonic force in him isn't just one. Mm -hmm. It's a legion, uh, he replied, for we are many. So here's one guy that's been, you know, living out around the tombs, graveyards. Uh, people couldn't tie him up even using chains. He was able to break free. And Jesus is telling this spirit, I mean, this evil, evil thing to get out. And it's, you know, it recognizes who Jesus is. And uh, it says, and, uh, and he begged Jesus again and again not to send him uh, out of the area. So, you know, this guy, is, these demonic forces wanted to be able to continue their work. And uh, well, I didn't put all the rest of the story up because it's a, it's a long passage. Um, but it goes on further to say that uh, they finally say, well, how about throwing us into these pigs? There was a herd of pigs nearby. And Jesus is like, well, okay. So they go into the pigs and then they cause, it was like 2,000 pigs. Uh, they go running down the hill and into the ocean and drown. <laughs> and then the people see what it is. They go into the town. pig farmers like... <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah. It doesn't go on to say much about that one, but, uh, you know, it's like, really, you know, that was my livelihood you just destroyed there. I'm sure Jesus took care of the situation. Um, but the people there go running into town telling them, you know, hey, Jesus is able to cast these kind of horrible demons out of people, okay? Mm -hmm. 
All right, so that's kind of the, the gist of that there are demonic forces uh, that are out there. Uh, there are spiritual beings um, that, that are out there. I don't think we need to worry about them as Christians because we've got the Holy Spirit living in us, and I don't think there's any way possible for a demonic spirit to live in us at the same time the Holy Spirit is living in us. So I don't think we have anything to worry about in, in that avenue. Mm -hmm. uh, the other side of Halloween that people bring up a lot is the idea of witches. And so we got the, them up here. And there's an example of this in uh, Deuteronomy uh, 18, 9 through 11. And uh, this is the point where the Israelites are getting ready to go into the, the promised land and take over things. And uh, so as they're getting ready to go, God's saying to him, When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn, uh, lean on uh, to... Try that one more time. <laughs> do not learn... I can't get it out of my mouth there. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, to imitate. Do not learn to imitate mm -hmm. the detestable ways of the nations there. Yes. He's saying the people in those nations do not know him. They don't follow God. They don't trust in him. God's not leading them. He's telling them, you know, you're basically not going to go follow the practices of what they're doing. So verse 10, let no one be found among you who sacrifices their sons and daughters in the fire. Can you even imagine that there are people who follow demonic sources who sacrifice their children mm. to these demonic practices to try to i mean you could i know there have been old stories on tv where there are these you know people some jungle somewhere and there's a volcano going to erupt and they think it's a god of the volcano and so they're going to take some you know girl from the tribe and sacrifice her by throwing her into the volcano <laughs> and, and it's always a virgin <laughs> it is <laughs> so that's, that's how you appease spirits you know uh but people follow those kind of practices and here's one of the places we're doing it and it says that practices divination or sorcery, interpreting oh oh, oh omens. Thank you. I can't talk today. Uh, and engage in witchcraft. Mm -hmm. So those kind of practices are out there. People are a, a part of that. I can remember meeting a girl one time who told me she was a witch, and I was like, "Woo! <laughs> you actually admit that, you know?" And uh, they they you know there's folks that go with all that. Okay, verse eleven, or they cast spells. Uh, uh, who is a uh, medium or spiritist or who consult the dead. So basically God's telling us as his people not to play with this kind of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean people can't go out and have fun with, Hall with Halloween? You know, I don't think so. I mean, to me, Halloween has become just a fun time for kids to dress up. Most of them dress up in outfits from movies. We saw that yesterday at the farmer's market. A bunch of kids come around, and you were saying, oh, there's such and such and such a movie. And I was like, I didn't even know some of these. Mm -hmm. You know, little blow-up outfits and, uh, you know, kids dressed as pirates and um, superheroes. superheroes. Yeah, a little yeah. boy had his Spider-Man outfit on and uh, Captain America. I remember the little boy had his shield and stuff, you know. The, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, there was all kind of stuff. And they get some candy, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just become a fun holiday for kids to dress up and play. Uh, as long as folks don't allow themselves to get into this other side of what we've talked about of uh, witchcraft and all the things that are going on with it. So mm -hmm. basically then that's the end of our shot for today. Uh, there are really demonic forces. There really are witches. Uh, we are as Christians to avoid being a part of that. 
Uh, like I said, sometimes I watch on TV because I just I'm interested to see what they come up with. And some of the things that happen, I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, it, you can be in any house, and because of daytime, nighttime, and if you don't have heat and air conditioning, often the house can make creaks and pops because the house of things expanding and contracting from the hot and cold. Mm-hmm. They hear a creak or a pop, and immediately that's got to be a spirit. <laughs> well, like on the one that's actually called Ghost Hunters, which ended up coming ghost nation and everything the the guys who started the thing were plumbers right they were always quick to say that may not be like a, a ghost or whatever that could be your pipes or something doing this or that or and they did find that at times they yeah. found where somebody's pipes and asked when you ran water would do something or the people would say there, there's a spirit in my bathroom because the, the water comes on what turned out to be a bad washer mm-hmm. <laughs> they put a new washer yeah, so in the they, sink they would know? constantly go in and try to debunk whatever things whatever were. was there so, Although yeah. they do at times when they think they find stuff, say, well, this is just people who lived here. This happened just the other day. We watched one last week. And it was like, well, you know, this is somebody that lived here in the past, and they're just friendly because they this was their home, and uh, they still here, so there's nothing to worry about. Well, I think there is something to worry about. Uh, because in my opinion, as we read the first passages, when you die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. And there are, I only used one or two passages there, but there are multiple other passages that talk about people being, you know, in the, like, uh, even at the Mount of Transfiguration, you know, Jesus appears and he's got two meet with him that are there in heaven already, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you're, you're either going to be in one or the other. And so we have to be careful of uh, getting into and playing with those kind of things. Uh, I don't think it's, I met a guy about, two years ago he worked for us for a little bit and he's one of these people that has all the instruments and goes into houses and does searching for you know spirits and things and he's agreeable that those things are there and basically like the guys from ghost hunters you know uh so uh he does the same kind of stuff locally um but he even gave me his book that he wrote on it and it was kind of interesting to read some of the stuff in there but uh it's not something i want to go do because I'm gonna, I avoid the practice of it, um, because those things are real, and I'm a believer in Christ, and I follow Him and let Him be the leading. And even in the Old Testament passage we read, you know, basically God was telling them, "Don't go checking those people out. <laughs> you don't want to get advice from a medium or a spiritist or a witch or somebody like that, because they are wrapped up in the demonic forces." All right, and okay. that's that part. All right. Well, then uh, let's go to our closing prayer. Sure. Father, thank you for uh, letting us just think about this for a moment, uh, this time of the year. I know a lot of folks just have fun with Halloween just because it's time to get some candy. That's what I always enjoy about it. Uh, But, Father, we know that some people seriously get wrapped up into spiritism and they follow the demonic forces and they even used Ouija boards or tarot cards or any of those things to try to get answers to life through that when we ought to be seeking your word, your Bible, uh, praying to you for spiritual guidance through the Holy Spirit to uh, teach us, show us, lead us, and uh, be able to follow you. So Father, help folks out there to realize the difference between the two and as your spirit moves in people's lives that they will come to you in faith and follow you and read your word and get the answers to life there. Uh, Father, we appreciate for what you do in our lives and we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, we'll be right back after this brief little commercial break.
And we're back. All right. Hope everybody saw some exciting stuff during that commercial break. All right. So let's go into our closing stuff here. Okay. Where you can find a whole lot of great merch over there at Safe Saint Life Entertainment Merch. Mm -hmm. Almost yes. couldn't get that out. Mm -hmm. The tongue isn't working there. Anyway, some great old stuff over there. And Steve's always adding stuff to it. Uh, so go check it out. And then, of course, the real Stephen TV. Yes. You did a show this week, didn't you? I did a couple this did, week. Yeah, okay. I did a review of the Black Adam uh, movie uh -huh. and uh, the latest episode of Andor. Okay, which I've seen neither of. Okay, and then there's the old Carnivore Crisp. Yes, and remember that if you want to get some, there's a code. Anybody know what the code is? Take a guess. It is Stephen TV in yeah. all caps. Yeah, just type it like that. And what happens when you do that? You get 10% off. 10% off in your order. So no matter we'll how much you order. Save some money. That's right. No matter how much you order of it, 10% on the whole lot. So there you go. Do that. Yay. And don't forget to check out Creator Crafts uh, on uh, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you can see all the kind of stuff that I do. Uh, some of this is laying out here. Steve brought them in today. This was some of our fall stuff, Halloween stuff. The pumpkins. Uh, Frankenstein we call Frankie because he's just a little dude. Uh, and the mummy and Steve paints the faces on all those for us. Mm -hmm. So we stuck a few of those there. So those kind of things are online. And you've seen before the gourds that we did with the jack lantern faces. We still have what two of those left. Someone. Uh, so if somebody's interested in those, they're there. And don't forget, you could always come meet us in person if you want to at the Surrey County Farmers Market, which will starting next week be at Yakin Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, on Saturdays from 9 to 12, and it's at 257 Standard Street uh, in Elkin. And so we will be there, and you're welcome to come by, say hello to us if you see us. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you can listen to us or watch us on Alexa, iHeartRadio, Rumble, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you have any questions and want to talk to us, comments, or whatever else, don't forget you can contact us at thecrownandspear the at gmail.com. And then as you watch us, particularly on YouTube, don't forget to share, 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 and ring that bell so you'll get notifications and find out when all these good shows are on. Mm -hmm. And we are the crown and spear. All right. That sounds good. So that's going to wrap it up, and this is going to be the end of our spectacular episode. And so for all of us here at the crown and spear, I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield. This is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we will catch y'all next time. <laughs>